So if you have your Bible, go ahead and turn with me to the book of Matthew chapter 24. Matthew 24. Good to see all of you here today. Uh, thank you, visitors, for being here today. And you know what? If you're a child of the King, you're not a visitor anyway. Thank you for being here with brothers and sisters at Lake Country. And uh, let's have uh, let's worship the Lord Jesus Christ together. And let's hear His word. There's one thing that's uh, that's trying to be hidden in our world today, and that is truth. Truth. Truth is okay to know. But it's another thing to know it and live it. Truth. Truth is what sets us free. Truth is what gives us liberty. And Jesus Christ said, I am that truth. His word is true. His word is clear. Don't be around the bush. We need to know truth and we need to hear truth taught in the Sunday school classes. We need to hear truth proclaimed from the pulpits. And when anything other than truth is proclaimed, it's not of God. Amen. Amen. So let's look in the book of Matthew, chapter 24. We're going to be talking about some, I don't even have a title for this message. I guess uh, God knows the day and the hour, maybe. Uh, could be a good title for it. But let me tell you what. He is coming back. Amen. Amen. That's the truth. Jesus Christ is coming back. And He's coming back for a people who are waiting and watching and living for Him. Amen. 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 So let's look at uh, Matthew 20. I could read this whole chapter, but I'm not. I'm going to read enough of it uh, from verses uh, 36 uh, through verse 51. But of that day and hour knoweth no man, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark. And knew not until the flood came and took them all away, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Then shall two be in the field, and one shall be taken and the other left. Two women shall be grinding at the mill. One shall be taken, the other left. Watch therefore, for you know not what hour your Lord doth come. But know this, that if the goodman of the house had known in what, uh, in what watch the Lord would come, he would have watched and would not have suffered his house to be broken up. Therefore, be you also ready, for in such an hour as you think not, the Son of Man cometh. Who then, who then is a faithful and wise servant, whom his Lord hath made ruler over his household, to give them meat in due season? Blessed is that servant, whom his Lord, when he cometh, shall find so doing. Verily I say unto you, that he shall make him ruler over all his goods. But if that evil servant shall say in his heart, My Lord delayeth his coming, and shall begin to smite his fellow servants, and to eat and to drink with the drunken, the Lord of that servant shall come in a day, 
when he looketh not for him in the mouth that he's not aware of, and shall cut him asunder, and appoint him his portion with the hypocrites, there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Father God, what a sobering word from you today. <coughs> Unveiled, unhidden, unashamed, and factual. Not beating around the bush, not saying it's okay to do this or it's not okay to sin. But what you want to see when you come. God, we live in a hard time. We live in a time where truth is hidden. We live in a time where there's a redefining of sin. We live in a time where the Word of God's been changed to fulfill the lusts of men. God, help us not to be fooled. Not to be drawn away. But help us, Lord, to be full of the Spirit. To understand truth. And to make up our mind in You that we will stand. We will stand on Your Word. We will stand on Your love. We will stand on Your mercy. We will stand on Your grace. We will stand in the name of Jesus Christ. And we will believe true. And we'll try as hard as we can to live it. For Your glory. And make no excuses as to why we can't. Empower us today to hear Your Word. And become doers of Your Word. So that when that day comes, we'll be ready. And we're going to go with you and not be left behind. Help us, Lord, to make up our mind to be diligent to serve you no matter what the false prophets and the liars say. Truth. Sets us free. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Can't preach this without looking back into this chapter. Because this whole chapter is about this subject. Jesus sat down with his disciples and talked to them. And he wanted them to know so they could write this down. So that today we would know. They didn't live in the end time. They thought they were. And I guess in God's timetable, end time started when Jesus Christ ascended and the Holy Ghost was poured out. I guess the end time did begin at that time. But here we are some 2,000 years later and He hadn't come yet. And so it gets easier the longer we live and the further it goes to, to, to make determinations and to make changes to the truth of God's Word. And to become callous to the truth of God's Word. 
We have to be careful for that. We're studying in Revelation on Sunday night. I pray that tonight all of y'all will come back and listen to what the Word tells us in Revelation. The things that are going to come. The things that are already written and the things that have already been determined by God Himself that will happen is going to happen. And we got to get ready for that. It's coming to a people who are left behind. It's coming for, to a people who didn't believe the truth. It's coming to a people who weren't ready. That's where it's coming to. It's called tribulation. And we're going to be studying that tonight. If you get a chance, come. It's very sobering. But I tell people, a lot of people believe that we are already living in the time of tribulation. No, we're not. But we are living in a time which Jesus described in this very chapter. Mm -hmm. That I've used this phrase a lot and I just want to show it to you in Scripture. It's in verse 8 of this chapter. And these are the beginning of sorrows. Mm -hmm. We are living today in a day of sorrows. We are living in a time where parents are pit against children, where children are pit against parents where things are being taught in our schools that are completely opposite to the ways and the Word of God. We are being taught that good is evil and evil is good. We're, we've started calling our police officers and, our, and, and those people who are here to protect us started calling them pigs in the 1960s. The stage is set for this time of sorrows. This time where it's a time of great disappointment. It's a time where the truth is known, but nobody wants to hear it. It's a time when truth, when it is heard, is ignored, and people say, I'm going to go to heaven my way. I'm going to do things my way. God's going to accept me the way I am. No, He won't. Amen. Amen. You cannot make that happen. You cannot make any excuse up and say, I'm going to do it this way, and God... God don't work that way. He is sovereign, you are not. He is omnipotent, you are not. He is truthful, you are not. If you believe those things, you lie to yourself. You have been followed and taught the wrong thing and you're following the wrong thing. We are not to follow men who say what we want to hear. We are to follow Jesus Christ who tells us what we got to hear. Amen. We got to hear truth and we got to obey truth and we got to follow truth. You can't give money. You can't give this. You can donate. You can do anything. You can show up for church every Sunday. You can play. You can sing. You can do all these things. But if you don't know Jesus, you're doing it for nothing Amen. but your own glory. Amen. And so we are in this time of sorrows. Amen. He said that before that, he said, you're going to hear all kinds of rumors of wars. You're going to see all kinds of trouble. You're going to see nation rise against nation. There's going to be famines, pestilences, earthquakes, and diverse places. There's going to be wildfires. We're seeing all those things. We're being made to know all those things. We live in a time that's called the age of information where we can look at anything, anytime, and see it anywhere in the world. You can see every volcano that erupts. You can see every earthquake that happens. 
You can see every fire that takes place. You can see every war being fought. And the Lord Jesus Christ knew when he had them write this thing, it's a day of sorrow because we're focused on the sorrow instead of the king of kings. We hear everything politicians say. We are amazed at what they say. And we can't figure out why people would even vote for such things. But they do. You know why? Because truth has been swept under the rug. And lies prevail. Look what he says in verse 11. How this happens. There are going to be many false prophets. And they shall abound. And the love of many shall wax cold. You know what that means? You're going to hear people preaching and teaching those things that are contrary to the truth of God's Word. And you're going to want to hear them because of your own lust. The heart of man is on evil continually. That's what the Word says. You believe the Word. We look for excuses to do what we lust for so we can justify our sin. Does God approve of that? No. No. Amen. And these false prophets are going to stand up in the pulpits of God as angels of light and proclaim to you it's okay. We have become consumed with the numbers of people that come. We have come, become consumed by how much money the church has. We are consumed by what the building looks like. Y'all, we better get consumed with Jesus Christ. Amen. And quit worrying about other things. And he said, because of these things, Many shall be deceived. You know what that means? You're going to believe a lie. You're going to justify yourself with a lie to yourself. You're going to believe a lying preacher. You're going to make all the excuses as to why you can't instead of giving the glory to the one that gives you the power so that you can. It's time that we quit focusing on ourselves, on our selfishness, on our lust, and it's time we bow down to a holy God. It's time that we call on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's time that we start reading and studying the Word of God. That we believe the truth of the Word of God. And that we live our lives according to that truth. It's time that we quit listening to this stinking world. It's time that we quit listening to the, the voices that don't mean anything. The voices of deception and the voices of lies. Oh, you can do that. God's good with that. No, He's not. Amen. Amen. And then He says, He that endures unto the end, the same shall be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations. Listen to me. Brother Randy, how many places is the Word of God in this world going right now? All over. Over to the countries. 
He don't say that every person has got to hear the gospel. He said every nation has got to have the gospel. Did you see that? Every nation. This it says preach in all the world for a witness unto all nations. Let me tell you what. Don't ever look and say, well, I figured it out. This and this has got to happen before the Lord comes to get His church. You know what's got to happen before the Lord comes to get His church? He says so. Nothing. Other than for the Father to look at Jesus and say, go get Him, son. Amen. And He says, nobody knows that but my Father. And so in the meantime, He says, this is what you've got to do. Now, I'm not even going to try to preach what's in between these because it gets into things like the second coming of Christ, the millennial reign of Christ. Now let me tell you what I'm doing this. Because a lot of people get confused about the second coming of Christ, the rapture of the church, the millennial reign. Let me give you an example and I'll move on. When Jesus Christ came to this world as the Lamb of God, He came in stages. Amen. Amen. We see that he was born. Made a big deal out of it. It's what we celebrate at Christmas. He was born. He was born of a virgin. He was born, listen to me, exactly how the Bible said he would be born. In the exact location that the Bible said he would be born. We know very little of Jesus all the way through until he was baptized by John the Baptist. But there is some insight. He showed up at the temple as a boy. Amen. Stage one birth. Stage two at the temple as a boy. His house as a boy. Stage three, he's baptized by John the Baptist and begins his ministry. And he begins the process of why he came, dying on the cross. Well, it goes further than that. Stage four, he resurrected. Stage five, he ascended. So don't look at the, what, the, what everybody's trying to teach you. That oh, he's, When he comes back, he's going to come back and get all of us. Now, then you know what? There's pre-tribulation, there's middle tribulation, there's post-tribulation, and there's no tribulation. Right. I listened to that junk on the radio yesterday, and I'm sitting there, and I, I start beating my head like this. I'm sitting there trying to eat a sandwich in my truck. And they get to arguing over this doctor so-and-so, and this book says this, and... Doctor so-and-so says this about this and they take scripture and argue and I said, you know what I thought? No wonder Jesus Christ went down to the fishing boats and got his apostles instead of going to the school that was in Jerusalem where Paul was going at the time. Amen. No wonder. It don't make no difference what doctor so-and-so says. It don't make any difference who wrote the book. What does thus say the word of God? Amen. I never heard one reference except from a book of the scripture. <clears throat> Amen. Yeah. What do we need to know? The word. <laughs> Amen. David said, hide in your heart. Why? So you won't sin. Hide it in your heart so you know what sin is. What filth looks like to God. What abomination looks like to God. And don't try to deny God that right to be that and say yeah. that. You don't have that right. Because listen, he's the one coming back and he's going to come back for a people that are living a certain way and he's going to leave the rest of you behind. Amen. That ain't my rule, that's his. 
And he's God. You know who he's going to take to heaven? Who he wants to take to heaven. Who has obeyed him from their heart and believed that form of doctrine which was delivered unto them by those apostles he left to give it to us. You believe that? You better believe it. Because whether you go with him in the rapture or not depends on whether you believe it or not. You better believe it. And so when we get to our scriptural text, he said, but of that day and that hour, no man knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my Father only. And then he goes and tells us it's going to be like it was in the days of Memphis. Now this is one of the things that really leads me to believing that we are pre-tribulation taken out of here, raptured. And y'all, like I said, it can happen any time. But he says in the days of Noah, Although they didn't know when the day the flood was coming, God had told them 120 years from the time he told Noah to build the ark and give you 120 years. These people didn't believe that. The Bible says that in those days, they were doing everything and being happy. They were having parties. They were getting married. They were giving in marriage. They were doing all these things. In other words, they had no idea what was coming. Jesus said, when I come back to get my church, it's going to be like a thief in the night. <coughs> Nobody's going to know. And in our day, my goodness, the filth, the debauchery, the filthiness that's accepted by churches today, that's accepted by people who are supposed to know who Jesus Christ is, who are supposed to know how holy He is, who are supposed to know how righteous He is, and yet they have denied Him that in their life and said, I'll be the way I want to be, and you'll like it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he ain't get you. He ain't coming back for that. Listen to me. He's coming, He says, and so it's going to be that way. That's the way they were in Noah's day. Noah, you're crazy. We ain't got to do that. We ain't got to listen to you. We'll get drunk when we want to. We'll have fornication when we want to. We'll do abortion, I mean, adultery when we want to. We'll worship idols when we want to. God ain't going to do nothing about it. And that's what the liar and the false prophets are teaching right now. And people are believing it because there's pleasure with sin. Amen? Amen. The Bible tells us the pleasures of sin are but for a season, but something's going to come after that. And it ain't going to heaven, it's judgment. You better believe that. Because that's the truth. And so these things are going on. And then he gives an example. He said, if, he said, if they didn't even know when the flood was coming, and it took them all away. But only Noah and his family, which is a picture of the rapture of the church, those in Christ Jesus living for him, that was lifted up above that flood water and the ark and were saved Amen. by that. Amen. We better listen. People say, oh, Old Testament don't mean nothing. Why did Jesus use it then? This is the example he gave. Be ready. Don't be like those people in the day of Noah who says I can do what I want to and I'm going to be taken. They didn't make it. They died in that flood. They died in the wrath and the judgment of God. Amen. 
And then he gives an example, another example. He said they're going to be, now he don't mean that he's going to take every other person here. But he says there's going to be two in the field. you got to assume one's a believer and one ain't. One's obeying God and one's not. He's going to take one. He's going to leave that one that don't believe. Same thing at the mill. He gives these examples that there are going to be people that's taken and there's going to be people left behind. And it's not going to be because of what they're doing. It's not going to be because of the work that they're doing. It's going to be because they believe Him. <coughs> and they're trusting Him. And they're living for Him. Amen. Y'all, there's going to be some preachers and deacons and Sunday school teachers that ain't going up in the rapture. Amen. You know why? Because they taught baloney. Preach baloney. Untruth. we got to study to show ourselves approved unto God that we don't be ashamed in that day. we got to know the Word of God. So he says, watch you therefore, for you don't know what hour your Lord doth come. You know what that means? Live every day like it's the last day. Now let me ask you a question. Y'all don't raise your hand. Has anybody done or said anything today that they wouldn't want the Lord to hear? And did you do anything yesterday that you didn't want the Lord to know about? But you can't hide from Him. He knows it. Yeah. Amen. But know this, that if the goodman of the house had known in what watch the thief would come, he would have watched and would not have suffered his house to be broken up. If the Lord would tell us right here, I'm coming back in December of 19, or 2057, boy, we'd say, well, we got a few more years, let's part that. Wouldn't you say, no, we wouldn't yet, you would. Yes, you would. Because we know. Well, let me ask you another question. On the other hand, if you knew you were going to die this afternoon, what would you do between now and then? Hello? There's some things we don't need to know, right? And there's some things that we don't know, but we are given the information on how to do till we know. This is one of them. You're going to live like you're supposed to. If the good one had known, he would have done things differently. Well, rest assured, we know He's coming. We just don't know when. Therefore, now look, so He tells us what to do. Therefore, be you also ready. Are you ready? Amen. If He comes today, are you ready? Are you, or is your life full of question marks? Have you been serving God? Or have you been lying to yourself that you are serving God when you're not serving God? Truth. Remember? Truth. You not only have to hear truth from the pulpit, you've got to tell yourself truth. Mm -hmm. Amen. You can lie to yourself and say, I don't have to do this. I don't have to do that. I don't have to love anybody. I don't have to lie to anybody. I can say no all to God all I want to. You tell yourself that lie, you'll be one of them that's left behind. Amen. Amen. You know, we learned something experience in God, Brother Jim. Remember what it was? The answer to God is never no Lord. Never no Lord. It's always yes Lord. Why? Because He is Lord. And so He says you, be, you better be ready. 
And why am I preaching this? Because I feel like he could come any day now. I really do truly believe I mean, he will come any day now. What I see going on in this world is exactly what Jesus warned us about is coming. The last days, the end time. Before he comes, this is the way it's going to be. You better listen to him. Because we're seeing it in our day. Sister Mary, would you have ever dreamed when you were 20 years old, you'd be seeing what you're seeing today? Why? Because filth and evil has increased and are beginning to triumph over truth. Well, let me tell you this. That will never triumph over truth. Truth will always prevail. I looked back at the book, y'all. We win. Yeah. Amen. It's there. If you believe the rest of it, you better believe the back that we win. But is everybody here today going to be there then? Is everybody here today, if the Lord was to come tonight, are you going to go up and meet Him in the air to be with Him forever? Or are you going to be left behind wondering what's going on? You're going to hear all these excuses about what happened to all these people. Yeah, there's going to be quite a few. But there's going to be a quite a few that thought they were that aren't. Jesus shows us a picture of them also in Matthew where they're standing before the white throne judgment and He's judging them and wait a minute, we know you. That ain't the problem. The problem is He don't know you. Amen. Because you've never committed yourself to Him. You've never been filled with His Spirit. And you have not obeyed that that you know to do. Amen? And so He said, Be ready, for in such an hour as you think not the Son of Man cometh. When, who then is a faithful and wise servant? Now, I want y'all to listen to this very closely. Because He gets down from the worldview to your home. On your notice this. Who then is a faithful and wise servant, whom his Lord hath made ruler over his household, to give them meat in due season? Blessed is that servant, whom his Lord, when he cometh, shall find so doing. You say that ain't talking about us. He used Noah for an example, didn't he? <laughs> Noah was truthful with his household. Noah led his wife. And listen, I hope you men are listening to me. I hope you daddies are listening to me. Noah led his wife into a right relationship with Jesus Christ. With the Lord. He led his sons into a right relationship with the Lord. They led their wives into a right relationship with the Lord. And as a result of him being faithful to the Lord in his household, listen to me, his household was the only household spared in the judgment of God. Amen. Now, compare that in that day to the second coming of Jesus Christ and the clouds of glory for his church. Wouldn't it be something if there's only one household taken and everybody else is left behind. Ooh, I never thought about it. Have you ever thought about that? 
It happened one time. It did happen one time. There was only one man standing for truth. There was only one man proclaiming truth. He had to, he didn't have a degree in Bible. He didn't, he wasn't a theologian. He didn't go to college. He had a relationship with the Holy Father and he believed that Father and he obeyed that Father and he walked in his life like he did that. Amen. And as a result, he and his family were saved. Amen. A picture of what's to come. An example given by Jesus. And he tells us, the people of the household, Listen to this and do be a good servant. Do what is said of you. Do what is asked of you. Do truth and you will be blessed when I come and find you. Now look, look at what he says. When I find you doing that. Are you listening? He, let me tell you what he didn't say. He didn't say, I'm coming for the one who says they believe it. I hear that all the time. I'm not coming for the one who's reading about it. I'm not coming for the one who says they're going to do it. I'm not going to get the one who says I would be doing it, but somebody else kept me from it. I hear that junk all the time. I don't go to church. I don't like people there. What is God doing? Is that an excuse to Jesus? Mm -mm. It ain't going to be an excuse now. It's not an excuse in His church. And it's not going to be an excuse when He leaves you behind because you're not living for Him in His church. Amen. You can lie to yourself all you want to. You can justify yourself all you want to. You can tell yourself anything you want to. But it all depends on thus says the Word of God. Are you doing what it says? Do you believe Him? Do you believe truth? Are you saved? Are you full of Spirit? And do you have the power to live the way He said to? Because if you don't, you're going to be left behind. And that's a fact. Because that's what He said. Amen. Yeah, you know what? Well, you know what we need. We need repentance. We need the church to repent. We need the church to find their first love. We need the excitement and the enthusiasm of the same people who know they've been saved by the Spirit of God, who are full of the Holy Ghost, who love one another, who look over each other's sin because we love one another, who are obeying Jesus Christ, and who are out there telling people He's a great God. He saved me. He'll save you. His blood is still working. Amen. But first, we got to repent and get rid of the hogwash and the lies that have been poked into our head and our hearts and has caused us to turn away from a holy God who's begging us to come back. Amen. Amen. God help us to listen to truth. I'm going to close it right here. He said, if I come back and I find you, and I find you doing it, listen, he shall find him so doing. When I find you doing not making excuses, not lying to yourself, doing what you know to do.
I'm going to make you ruler over my goods. You want to be a ruler over the goods of God appointed by God himself? Let him find you doing what he's asked you to do. Let him find you living the way you're supposed to live. And when he comes and gets us, that's exactly what he'll do. Those rewards will be yours. But, he he's always got to put a charge. He's always got to throw a butt in there, don't he? <laughs> but, and if that evil servant shall say in his heart, my Lord delayeth his coming, and she began to smite his fellow servants, being mean, rude, obnoxious, talking about them behind their backs, gossiping about them. It happens all every day around here. And they eat and they drink and they are drunken. You know why a lot of people get drunk? I'm going to tell you, you know, and I know because I was one of them. Amen. Over Dale, evidently. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dale, I ain't picking on you. But we do know, don't we? That's right. We were drunk because we weren't men enough to do what we wanted to do. And alcohol helped us do the things that made us defiled before God. Amen. Made us bold. Made us filthy. Made us vulgar. Made us want to fight people. Made us think we were 10 feet tall and bulletproof. Made us feel that we could run them down the highway without killing some innocent person. That's what drunkenness does. And Jesus said, you're not going to be doing that. That's why he said, be not drunk with wine. But be filled with the Holy Spirit. If you're going to be influenced by something, not alcohol, not drugs, and not lies. Amen. But be influenced and be full of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. He is the key. He is the solution. He is the comforter. He is the one who causes Jesus Christ to abide in you and you abide in Him. When you have Him, you're saved. And you believe truth. And you're set free. Without him, you're going to be left behind. You ain't going to make it. Amen. Ain't going to make it. It's time we turned from the lies, denied the lies. It's time we repented. It's time that we went to a brother and a sister and hugged their necks and told them we love them. We ain't never letting anything like this stop us from going to church again. We're going to serve God. We're going to serve God together and we're going to love God together and we're going to commit ourselves to God and when He comes, He's going to get out one of us because we love Him. God help us. Amen. And He gives the warning to those people He leaves behind. Listen to this. And He shall cut him asunder. God will. And appoint His portion with the hypocrites. I heard people say, I just hate hypocrites. Well, don't be one then. Don't become one you hate. I will appoint him a portion with the hypocrites. There shall be, look at this, weeping and gnashing of teeth. 
That example I gave to you a while ago from the white throne judgment. Those people who argued with the Lord himself, that argued with him. Yeah, we know. We know you. You know you know us. We know you know us. We, we're going to come in. No, you're not. I don't know you. And the Bible says that he appoints his angels. And you know what they do? They come and get those people. They drag them away from that throne. And they cast them into a place of outer darkness where the Bible says in Revelation where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Now, I don't know about y'all. I don't want to be there. Amen. I want to go when He comes. Amen. I want to meet Him in the clouds of glory. I want to hear Him say, Well done, Gary. Come enter into my rest. Do you want to hear that? Do you want to hear Him say that to you? Then you're going to have to believe truth and you're going to have to do it. Saying it ain't going to get you there. Denying truth is certainly not going to get you there. So do you know the truth? Do you know God? Are you filled with His Spirit? And are you ready if He comes today? We just stand. Please, bow your heads. I don't want you looking around. I don't want you looking at anybody. I want you, don't want you to be thinking they need to go. I want you to be thinking about yourself. I want you to be selfish for the next minute or two. I want you to look inside of your own heart, your own mind, and I want you to ask yourself this question. Am I pleasing to God? Am I ready? If He comes today, will I go? And a better question. If He comes today, will my house go? Oh, my household go. Listen to me. This is the moment. This is Jesus' invitation to come to Him. He says, Come unto me, all you who are laboring under heavy burden. I'll give you some rest. He says, Cast all your cares on me. Because I care so much for you. He wants you to believe. He wants you to understand. He wants you to know. He wants you to be ready. He wants to get you when He comes. But His holiness and His godliness separates those who are not doing it. And they're going to be left behind. If the life, does the life you live now
you're bored with this and you need to go, you can go. Those of you who want to see God work and God move and our God perform miracles today in the lives of people, then you stay here and pray. He's working. He's working. He's working right now in our midst. He's working in the children and He's working in the adults. Join Him in that work. Encourage them to listen to Him. Encourage him to believe them to believe truth. Encourage them to believe Jesus. What's he saying to you right now? You know, there's a lot of people in here right now saying, I, I need to get I need to do this. And you're not. Don't let these moments pass you by. When that art was completed, Noah. All those animals were already in there. Noah and his wife, his three sons, and their wives walked through that door and sat down in the middle of that ark. They turned and faced that door. Nobody else walked up that ramp. Nobody else walked in that door. And that went on for a few days. And finally, something happened. God closed that door. Y'all know what that meant? When God closed that door, those people who didn't walk in that ark were eternally lost and damned. When you stand before him and you say I was in church service and, and, and I wanted to go but I, I didn't don't let him close the door of that ark without you getting in there you know what would have happened if people would have started walking in there you'd have let them come But they didn't. Week after week after week, all over this country, the invitation is given. Come. The door of the ark is open. Come. Everything's ready. Come on in. And people won't enter into that ark. One of these days, listen to me, this church is going to be taken out of here. And that door of that church is going to be closed. Right now, all you got to do is call on the name of the Lord. When that door closes, you'll have to die in order to go. And you'll have to die without receiving the mark of the beast.
today. Amen. You feel the Spirit of God in this place. Amen. I hope you do. I hope you've heard from the Lord today. Yes. I hope you put this word in your heart. I hope you chew on it all day long. And if he tried to get you to come and you wouldn't, I pray he takes your sleep away from you. And that you can't rest till you find that place of prayer. Amen. And get yourself right with him. Amen. 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 That's a wicked prayer, isn't it? <laughs> no, it's not. It's what we need to do because there's nothing more important than doing that right there. Nothing. 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 This world's not our home. Our citizenship is not even here. But I'm afraid some of you is not, not written there. Amen. We gotta know truth where it can be written. And we gotta live. You heard what he said. I'm coming back for a people who's doing. Remember that. Don't ever forget that. It's easy to say it, but it's another thing to do it. And he's coming back for the doers, not the sayers. Amen. God bless you. Thank you. Don't forget tonight we start the service at five o'clock. Come on. Join us in Revelation. It's a, you can join in. You can ask questions. You can disagree. I mean, it, it's good. Come and listen to what thus says the Word of God. That's going to happen if you get left behind. It's going to happen if you get left behind. So you can see firsthand for yourself what the Word says to those if they don't come in the rapture. If they don't get taken in the rapture, It'll show you what you're going to have to do to get there. And it's not pretty. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being in the church today. Brother Randy, would you dismiss us? Well, we just come to you. Thank you and praise you for this day, Lord. Thank you for what you've done here today. We thank you for your word. We pray for those that went down all today, Lord. That we can abide in you, Lord, and just believe and trust in you, Lord. But we know your truth. We know your love. We thank you for those two things. Lord, we just pray for those that was mentioned this morning on the prayer list who are with them. We just pray for safe travels as we go to the front. Bring us here safe tonight. But we thank you and we praise you for all things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.